there it is. We're here. We're it's 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 our second to last week. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Oh, we were just talking about how great the weather is, and we thank every single one of you for joining us. We're gonna get into some really good conversation today, all about what to do when your partner's relationship gets serious. This will be fun. Tune in. Practicing polyamory, real life perspectives from the imperfect people of polyamory. The mission of the Practicing Polyamory podcast is to provide a platform for all of the real-life, flawed humans that practice polyamory so that we might all learn from one another and grow as a community. Enjoy the show. All right. It it, it, it feels it's just a, such a good day. I can't help but to dance when I hear that song. Welcome, everybody, to this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. If you're joining us for the first time today, Welcome. And thank you so much for tuning in. And if you've been here for a while, then you already know we're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, at least until the end of this month. Next week is our last week. October 27th is our last Practicing Polyamory podcast for season one. But don't worry, everybody. We're going to be back rocking and rolling February of next year. Already got requests to get uh, interviews. So we will be back. So for the rest of this month, if you have questions about your relationships or if there's a topic you'd like to hear discussed on the show, slide into my DMs, let me know, or leave a comment while we're recording live. Follow the show on all social media platforms at Practicing Polyay and let me know what it is that you want us to talk about. And as always, as a reminder, and I I really love that our guest actually brought this up, if you're (laughs) listening to this podcast, you are a welcome guest to be on the show. None of us are perfect, and we're here to share our imperfect stories because the more stories we share, the more others will see us in themselves, and the more representation we have, the more we can strengthen our community. So go to practicingpolyamory.com and sign up to share your imperfect story too. All right, now let's get to the best part of our show. Let's get to know our (laughs) guest. Today, we are joined by a bisexual, cisgendered, polyamorous, and eclectic witch who has been practicing polyamory long enough to have a nesting partner and a long-term metamor. After her nesting partner's relationship took a turn towards the serious, our guest found herself struggling with jealousy and insecurity, and it led her down the polyamory research rabbit hole at the business end of the Google button. Through research and therapy, (laughs) our guest has discovered a few immutable truths. It's okay not to be okay, and it's okay to be messy. It's okay to ask for space and time to process, and it's okay to not have all the answers right now. With everything our guest has learned while on her polyam journey, she hopes to one day be able to give back as a sex and polyamory educator. I'm looking forward to chatting with her to talk about the things she's learned over the years, and I know you all will learn from her as well. Joining us today from the home state of the beautiful Zion National Park, a little bit more trivia for y'all, welcome to the show, Stephanie Simmons-Smith! I just love to get the show started dancing. <laughs> Stephanie, thank you so I, much I for joining me. I always dance to that part, too. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, man, that makes me so happy to know. I, like, wait for it because I know there's, like, a little, like, like little second blur. And then I'm like. <laughs> there's, like, yeah. there's a split second. So uh, in, in, in the back where nobody can see anything, I've got my producer slash brother. And he's the one that uh, hits that. So he's always, you know, just waiting for me to say the person's name, and then he goes and, and then, hits that yeah. button. And- yeah. 
And then we're jamming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I almost feel like it's Friday when that happens. <laughs> you know, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you uh, dancing along with us. It, it makes me feel good to know that we're uh, putting out a product that uh, people are enjoying. So uh, oh, thank yeah. you. And also thank you for spending some time here with me today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, tell us a little bit, little bit about yourself, uh, things that I didn't touch on uh, in your introduction. Tell us about Stephanie. Yeah, yeah hi. Um, so I'm originally from Northeast Ohio, um, and that's where I grew up for about 14 years of my life. And then I moved to um, Reno, Nevada, well, Sparks specifically, and um, lived there for high school. And then I moved to Logan, Utah. Um, to go to Utah State University, and I've been in Logan since 2013, still going to freaking school, <laughs> but hey, it is what it is, but um, I'm, I had switched majors a couple of times, COVID, you know, happens, um, so I mean, I didn't get COVID, but COVID happened, and yes, uh, yes. we wasn't able to, to graduate um, with my degree, so I switched to sociology, and then I found out that we're also able to do a sexuality studies in minor, and so I was like, sweet, I'm going to add that, too. Um, but yeah, like you said, I'm going to try to be a sex coach, um, or sex educator, specifically, and educate people about polyamory, because I feel like it's, I'm so tired of the taboo, and yes. just... I think it, it's something that we need to, um, I don't know if it's going to become mainstream. I mean, I hope so, but I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> and um, yeah, and about me. So I am, actually, today is my birthday. <laughs> so, I was going, oh, you beat me to it. I have it right here sorry. in my notes. I was like, oh, oh, we got to, I was going to tell our producer, we got to get the, uh, the, the, the music ready one more time because we're throwing a party. It is Stephanie's birthday. One more time. Hit us with the music. Uh, or not. Okay. Maybe. That's cool. That's cool. He went away. He went away. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so sorry. Today I turned 27. Happy um, birthday. I Thank you. Um, I have a daughter and she is almost two and definitely feeling it <laughs> and um and then um like i said i'm going to school and i work full time and then i also have partners so actually since i've written that um in the past month i've actually attained two more partners so oh, the okay. polycule is growing <laughs> pretty all sensibly right, right. so uh yeah <laughs> but um and now, that's I, actually I, why I'm in my car because <laughs> I'm actually on my way. I'm not driving, by the way, um, but I'm driving down towards where they live. So, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, you when you wrote this, did you not have any partners when you wrote the the thing originally? So when I wrote that originally, um, I was going through some pretty hard stuff with um, my partner, T well, my husband TJ, and um, he and I. Um, have been together since May 2017 and um, we've been it's kind of weird because we were like married but we didn't get our marriage license until like May of this year <laughs> so we've been <laughs> married um, by like 
our friend got ordained and we got married on a beach in Oregon in, in 2018. So you had and the then, tux and the white dress, but not the paperwork to back it all up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Nice. And then, um, which we were like, it doesn't matter because we're, we're married to us, like we're married. Um, and so, but then I was like, okay, I feel like it's now it's time for us to actually get the piece of paper. So we did that back in May. Um, and we did that on like the day that we started dating. So we don't have like a million nice, <laughs> different nice. anniversaries. So it was fun. Um, we actually brought our partner. So our other partner's name is Lazarus, or I don't, I guess I, I don't know, but um, they're, they're out on Instagram. So I'm not sure about anything else really, but, um, Ooh. and so I have those two partners and then I have two other partners, uh, Mary and Andrew, and they're married. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like this weird thing, but it, it works for all of us. Um, um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Nice. But yeah, so it, what I was talking about in my post or my, my intro or application that's the word um it we'll was just that. tj and, Laz and lazarus so we were going through some stuff but we're actually we're in a good place right now but nice. i think now that i'm at the end of it i have a little bit more uh feedback so yeah nice okay so tj is your husband and that's <laughs> your nesting partner and he's the one that uh recently developed a more serious relationship right yeah with lazarus actually with lazarus oh okay nice yeah yeah, so um, he actually knew Lazarus while they were like when they were in high school, and then they lost contact for a little while, and then I can't remember exactly when, but a couple months after we started dating, um, he and La like Lazarus started talking again. And we went to Lazarus' birthday party, and that's where I met them, and we all kind of like clicked, and we've been like friends with benefits and we've been like on again off again relationship and like this whole tumultuous <laughs> journey um but for the most part because they've lazarus has also had other partners and they were more mm -hmm. serious with them and so we were like okay well we're just gonna like give you some space and all that stuff and and all that and then um I think it was February or March. Um, they had broken up with one of their partners or with their main partner. And then um, after that, they, we started dating them again. And then it, for me, it was kind of like I was stepped back to, or I was not as, I guess, willing at first to mm -hmm. have um, that relationship back with them again that I had before they had started dating that person. Um, just because it's like one step forward, two steps back kind of a thing. And so yeah. I was a little hesitant because uh, I catch feelings kind of quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and I don't actually think of that as a, as a bad thing. I think that, I mean, it is what Agreed. it is. I can't, I can't help it. I can't control it. Um, it's fun, right? And, yeah. It's, it's just how I always am. I mean, that's how I am with Andrew and Mary. It was just like instantly like clicked both of them. And I was just, I'm like, Oh, when it God, clicked, uh, it clicked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When it clicked, like, it I clicked. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was going to share like, uh, um, I had this, this connection that lasted all of 10 days, but it was like super intense and fun. And Ten. it was long distance. Like she yeah. was in, in Europe. Right. And I'm over oh, here wow. and, uh, like, we it, it it happened so fast and you know it didn't work out and like 
for for a few days i was like really really bummed um but like i love that part of polyamory like being able yeah. to say oh there's this person and i have this connection and it feels really good yeah. and like wow i'm like really having like strong feelings for this person and like yeah i almost want to say that word that i'm not supposed to say because it's, it. it's great exactly and that's exactly <laughs> what happened with me and andrew <laughs> and i was like i love it uh after like a week or something like that i was like I know I'm not supposed to say this, but uh, I love you. And, and then, like a couple of days later, oh, I love he was it. I like, love it. "That's so brave of you." I just want to, I just I want to acknowledge you for that. That's so brave. Yeah. Well, also, I think I told him, and I can't remember if I waited because I'm also a very impatient person when it comes to my uh -huh. feelings. Like I can't hold things in. Like I have to say them. And mm. so, um, and some people don't like that because sometimes I'm brutally honest and, um, I'll say like what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. And, uh, so, um, but Andrew was like, that's a good, I, I like that. And I was like, thank you. Because I'm like, <laughs> I know nice. it's scary for most people, but I mean, Hey, it happened. So, yeah. When, uh, when my same... oh, oh go, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was gonna. I was gonna say when 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 my when my uh, when my ex and I when we first started dating, uh, I remember she said to me, "If you want to text me, just text me, right? Yeah. Like no playing the games of the you're supposed to wait two days or three days. Or, oh yeah, you know two yeah, days. That's, that's like when you want to text me, just text. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like you you've kind of taken that same approach where if if you feel like you love somebody, just tell them you love them. Yeah. Yeah, That's and awesome. it was actually, I saw another Facebook post that was like, don't be afraid of, like, how you're feeling, and, like, if you love somebody, if you love somebody, like, you can't deny that and that's also the same thing that happened with oh. tj too like it was like it's so scary instantly. how do you do that i oh, don't man. know like, i want to i, I, I want to really, like i want to be on that page with you i want to <laughs> say it too like I, I won the freaking lottery i don't know i don't know how it happened <laughs> but, but like with tj like i was actually sort of dating another guy actually i wasn't polyamorous at the time um but with being with TJ, like I've been able to actually like, fully ac accept that part of myself um, because it's like I've always wanted to have people like sex with multiple people and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And um, we never really felt the need to like have other romantic relationships until we met Laz. And that kind of like really changed our relationship, but in a good way. And then um, it made us stronger. And we like, we're like, hey, well, if we, this, we want this to work, we have to communicate with each other. And um, and that was something that we never really lacked in. And then Can we talk about um, that. Yeah. Can we talk about that a little bit because uh, you know, the, 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 subject that we chose was about you know when your your partner's relationship gets serious uh and as this seriousness has started to come up you mentioned the communication so can you tell me about some of the ways that you are communicating like some of the conversations that have happened yeah. uh as things have become more serious with les yeah um with tj um sometimes he like closes down a little bit so it's hard for me to like communicate with him because he's not like a he's he's not a super touchy-feely kind of guy <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so um it makes it a little difficult because it's like i'm i'm usually like i said i'm usually the one that's very open and i can't hide my feelings and i usually want to talk about them <laughs> and he's not I, that kind of way i think of and, um multi-amory's idea of chewer and spewer have you heard that one i think so yeah yeah 
Um, so yeah, so, when they just like go ahead. Uh, the the chewer is the one who like um chews it in their mind. They like ruminate. Mm -hmm. They think about it a lot. And they think a lot before they speak, whereas a spewer is like, no, we need to talk about it now. We need to talk about it now. We need to talk about it now. Do you think yeah. that you and, and TJ are kind of opposites in that sense? Oh, yeah, for sure. I've tried to, um, like, in the past, like, six months, I've really tried to, like, sit with things a lot more um, and let them, like, cultivate. But it mm -hmm. also depends on, like, the situation as well. Like, I feel like okay, we need to take, I need to take a step back. Like, where am I mentally? Um, and that kind of stuff. And then I'm like, okay, well, if I have, I don't know if you know the spoons theory, but that's yes. what we use a lot in my house is um, if we have enough spoons, then, then we'll have a conversation about it. And um, so, so I, first, first, do you like ask if you have enough spoons? Like, hey, do you have enough spoons to have this conversation? Is that like a first, a good first step? Um, sometimes we do. Um, usually I, I open up with like, Hey, can we talk about like what just happened? Or sometimes mm -hmm. it kind of will just happen like naturally. Um, it will just be like, okay, well, that's something that we get to talk about. Um, <laughs> right, right. or it will be like, Oh no, like I don't, I don't have the time or, or like the energy to do that right now. And so like, okay. Um, Being just let me know when is a good time. Though. Yeah. Um, TJ's not as open about it as Laz is. Laz will be mm -hmm. like, I don't have the spoons to talk about that. And I'm like, okay. Oh, I love that. Like, that's fine. And then we'll talk about it another time or something like that. So, yeah. Um, that self-awareness is so important, right? Like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, not, not, it's not even necessarily a self-awareness, but it's like a combination of self-awareness and... Uh, vulnerability and you know it's a couple of different things there that that come to mind so uh, like an evaluation Laz, of yourself right right uh so so Laz being able to say hey I don't have the spoons for it is very much like self-advocation like he's just saying oh I'm yeah not ready for this uh where yeah. TJ just just from what you're telling me and I could be completely wrong but it seems like he will be more likely to force himself to have the conversation even if he doesn't have the spoons for it because he just feels Some, like he has to. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes he'll be like, I don't want to talk about it. Or he'll just, okay. like, not really communicate. Like, he'll just be like, yeah, okay. Or, like, he'll say, like, a few oh, things okay, for okay. the conversation. But he won't be like, yeah, and I feel blah, blah, blah. Or this may i don't want to talk about this or... That's so interesting. I don't like so-and-so. Or I don't... Not like so-and-so. But I don't like that this you did that. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so interesting. Uh, so you have you have these two part. I'm gonna use this term loosely because it sounds like Laz is also your partner. Um, yeah, it's been uh, like I said, it's been a journey. So um, currently, yeah, they are my partner. Yeah. Cool, cool. So so you have these two partners that you're practicing almost two different types of communication styles with one is oh, yeah. more open with feelings. The other one is, is less open with feelings. So um, I guess it just comes from understanding. Do you find one to be easier to work with? Like, or what do you find about, about uh, the let's, let's, let's use Laz and, uh, no, no, no. You know what? Let's go with TJ. Let's go th this route. <laughs> um, when it comes to TJ, what are some of the challenges that you find when he is not as open with uh, feelings or, you know, 
these things that you want to talk about, but he's not ready to talk about yet. Like, how are some, how, how do you, how do you cope with that? What are some things that you and hate and TJ try to do together to make sure that you eventually do talk about this very important thing? Yeah. Um, so usually I'll be like, well, do you want to talk about it now? And sometimes he'll say yes. And sometimes he'll say no. Um, it's really 50, 50. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so he, and then like, I'll be like, okay, well, I'd, I would like to talk about blah, blah, blah. And then he'll be like, okay, well, what do you want to talk about? And then I'll, and then I would say my, my stuff. And mm-hmm. then he'll say like, okay. And then I'll be like, do you want to say anything? And then sometimes he doesn't respond. Sometimes mm-hmm. he'll say like, no, I'm good. Thanks for sharing. Um, so yeah, so it's a little, He's also been going through a lot too, so I also mm-hmm. try to really keep that in mind. So, and then that's the other thing with me is like me being a partner for other people is that like I try to take into account like what's going on with them, so that I'm just I'm like okay, well it's not me, like it's them, and I have to right, like realize right. like that's their space and like they need time to figure out whatever they're going through. So, so, so giving that space. And that was another thing that you mentioned was uh, learning how to give space and time. Um, can you talk maybe a little bit about that right there? Cause there it is, you know, that that's, that's one of the ways that you deal with these two different communication styles. Laz mm-hmm. is more likely to talk to you about their feelings and uh, make sure that, that you and they have a good conversation about it and, and get things going <laughs> Uh, but you have to give TJ more more space. Let's see what Louise is saying. I totally expressed my feelings like Stephanie. I told my current boyfriend that I was falling for him the second time we were together. Oh, I I love love. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. say it. I love love. <laughs> it's my favorite. I do too. So yeah. Um, I'm so, I'm sorry. I got distracted. What was your question? No, I, I didn't actually get to the question yet. But oh, okay. um, so we were talking about these two different ways of of communicating. One is more. You know, you're able to have these conversations. The other one is the the space and time. Um, what were, like, maybe talk a little bit about uh, this giving of space and time. Um, because you brought it up in, in the questionnaire, the application, whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's see, how did you say it exactly? You said, uh, it's okay to ask for space and time to process. You, as yeah. a spewer... You just want to talk about things. So how did you yeah. learn this lesson of giving your partner the space and time to process? Um, I think, I don't remember exactly how it went down, but I was, we were all really tired um, and we were all having a conversation because, so we were supposed to move all three of us, well, and my daughter, so I guess four of us. Um, we're supposed to move to Vancouver, Washington, and the like. That I wanted to move at the end of July, mm-hmm. and no one was ready, and so we moved the deadline. And then we were talking about the deadline, and it was something that we kept like talking about because it was like that. Well, we need to, we need to come up with a plan. Like we need to come up with like how we're going to do finances. Like what are we going like who's going to do what kind of a thing, and so. I kept like trying to push this and then both TJ and Laz were just like, uh, okay. Like blah, 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 this or that. Um, they're both from Logan, Utah. Well, Laz has lived outside of Utah once or twice, but they mostly are from Logan, Utah. TJ has lived in Utah his whole life. He's traveled, Mm -hmm. but, um, 
and mostly with me um, because I'm a traveler. <laughs> um, and so, so Vancouver is yeah, a big he, move. Yeah. Vancouver is a huge move. He doesn't have any family there. Mm -hmm. I only have my dad there, but I'm like, I moved to Utah with no one. <laughs> so right, right. so I'm you're like, like if I could do it. Yeah, I'm like, at least my dad is there this time. Like, <laughs> like last time I was like, I have no family, no ties, no support. Um, my you mom was nine hours one, away. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I so I, they were just like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And it was like, TJ kind of like, not like blew up, but he was like, I'm done. And I was like, okay, well then we will table this and we will talk about it at another time and uh and that's kind of where that left off and then we i was like hey well and it's also very hard for me to give people space and time because i'm like are you done yet <laughs> are you done yet um but so i was just well, how like, do you hey, how breathe? do you calm yourself down yeah okay there you go you breathe yeah yeah i breathe um i just like okay i'm like take deep breath and then I'm like, okay, well, how do I give him space? And then usually it's like, I listen to a bunch of podcasts. This is where the rabbit hole comes from. <laughs> so I listen to like a bunch of Polly Weekly. I listen to a bunch of Multiamory. Um, I listen to a bunch of you. <laughs> and, um, and I also listened to a couple of books. I listened to Jessica Fern's book mm -hmm. um, that my therapist recommended. Um, I also listened to another book called Come As You Are. And I I cannot for the life of me remember the author's name right now. Um, but, um, and there was a few other books I read or, well, listened to on audiobooks. And I listened to a couple other podcasts um, that were just like fun podcasts um, while I was at work. So then that way I wouldn't keep like trying to like overthink things and then it, with the podcast uh, like the about polyamory and stuff was like oh okay so this is like what i want this is how i want to set up my polyamory like and it kind of was like oh so this is how you kind of ways you can help with jealousy because it was like i was struggling with both of their relationships but their relationships seemed to be f okay mm -hmm. from my point of view and so i was and they were like showing each other affection and i'm like i don't i genuinely don't have a problem with that because i like when my partner seeing my other people my other partner's happy yeah so i i don't have a problem with compersion it's the when I'm not receiving it is when I have issues. Right. And yeah. so um, I'm just, I'm like, but it's not me. So I kept having to be like, it's okay. It is okay. Because it's like, I may not feel great, but I'm glad that they are happy kind of a thing. And so with Jessica Fern's book, I think I can't remember what specifically that stood out to me the most, but it was just like, um, like it kind of helped process some of that jealousy in the insecurity I, I was feeling. So that is, that is so good. I mean, and, and that's, that's like where the rubber meets the road, right? Like we yeah. listen to all of these books and, and, and podcasts and all this stuff. But like what you're talking about is like the like putting the, into practice, putting into practice, but it's like, it's like the real grit of mm -hmm. polyamory. It's like, these are the times when, you watch your partner's 
relationship with one of their partners grow and get stronger and mm-hmm. you know you're feeling like yours is lacking in some way and like the effect that 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 has on you the the the, the toll that that takes on any of us you know when we feel like our relationship is maybe getting stagnant or or just mm-hmm. not growing or we feel like neglected um and you, again, being a spewer, I'm sure you wanted to talk about it and get it yeah. out there. How did you end up uh, coping with that? Because things seem to be better now. So how did you kind of get over that past that? How did you all come together to have a good working relationship that you do now? Yeah, um, kind of also, I didn't really touch on this, but our living situation wasn't the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were planning on staying in an apartment and then that ended up not working out and then we moved in with a friend and that was not a great environment and that's where like a lot of our issues were there just wasn't a lot of like physical space Mm. so it was really hard to give us like actual physical space to give us the the space if that makes any sense (laughs) so yes Yes, totally and then um actually laz had moved in with us like in may and so and they had moved with us to this other location um, with the friend. And then they ended up having to move out because it was just too much. And I was like, yeah, like, I understand. And then we actually just moved into another apartment about a month ago. And so since then, it was just kind of like we had it was like putting a pause, but like a really rough, like not great pause. And then when we had moved Eesh. into the, with the friend uh-huh. and then when we moved out, it was like we had press play (laughs) and it was like oh we're all good (laughs) so yeah um that was great um but it was i mean the 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 play part was great not the other part um (laughs) um but yeah so i think that like just being like having time to process like with laz like me and laz hadn't really communicated very much so we were able to like give each other that kind of space and Mm -hmm. be like okay well like we'll talk when we're ready um with tj it was kind of like the same thing where it was like uh i'll be down here and you can go upstairs and if you want to hang out that's great if you don't i guess we'll figure it out (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah no you 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 brought that up and like that's that's a whole other podcast but like having enough yeah. space in a polyamorous relationship is so huge um you know i, yeah. I definitely went that through something similar with partners and um and yeah i'm glad that 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 ended up working out so you guys can have that space to be together yeah. what what is what does she call it? my 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 partner she calls it uh to be alone together alone yeah. time t- together alone time yeah, <laughs> yeah my but, tj's huge on that he's i don't know if like you believe in the like astrological signs or anything like that but he's wow. a virgo and he's very much a virgo my partner. <laughs> my partner too. and uh i mean i i know that i said that's today's my birthday but that means i'm a libra and so yeah <laughs> there you go it's I definitely it. interesting so <laughs> totally totally well now he hits the music <laughs> uh, for those of us for those of you who are listening and have no idea what was happening with that music in the background it was our little happy birthday video so uh happy birthday to <laughs> stephanie again 
Um, yeah. Stephanie, I wanted to tell you how much fun I've had today chatting with you, getting to learn from you, uh, watching the stuff that's going on behind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm not a gas not station. At all, I'm pulled not over. Not at all distracting, right? Like, <laughs> Sorry. I hope you, I hope, no, I hope you were good. I hope you were good. Um, oh, yeah. No, I was, I was like, as I'm trying to create a, like a little bubble. <laughs> so I think people are all like, what's going on? But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know if I was in your car, I'd be like, oh, shit, this, what the hell? Like, really? Right now? Like, <laughs> now you're going to do this? Jerks. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I think there's actually an ambulance parked right behind me right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not I hope like you... they're, they're stopped to get the gas station. I don't think they're on a call. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully there's some, you know, good looking firefighters out there for you. To, yeah. There uh... was actually one that just walked by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. <laughs> That's probably well like the played. number one quote. I actually just quoted that to my coworker the other day. I was like, just smile and wave. I love it. I love it. Um, Stephanie, I want to give you an opportunity. Is there anything that you want to plug? Anything that you want to tell people? If people want to get in touch with you, can they? Should they? Um, oh, yeah. More than welcome. Um, I think he has it or somewhere. Um, yeah, there we go. My Instagram is right there. Um, I'm usually more active on Instagram. Uh, you can message me on Facebook uh, by the same name. Uh, well, by my name that's on my little blub here that says Stephanie Simon Smith. And then um, you can also email me at stephyruth94 at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, those are, I'm pretty reachable. Uh, I'm more than willing to answer any questions. Um, like I said, I'm a, I'm a Spears <laughs> open book, but, uh, but yeah, I'm not really doing anything specific. I mean, I'm trying to be more like proactive on Instagram where I'm like sharing more polyamorous stuff. Um, I actually just came out to my mom last week for national coming out day. Um, <laughs> Thanks. And so I wanted to post something on Facebook, but I just didn't get to it. Um, um, plus, I'm also letting my mom get some time to like process because um, mm -hmm. she is, I don't know if you guys know anything about LDS, but she's LDS, but she actually lives in Texas. Um, and so I was just letting her get some time to like wrap her mind around it a little bit. But, but yeah. So, oh, if you guys have any resources for like how to, explain polyamory to your parents who don't understand uh let me know <laughs> that'd be uh, great there is one book by uh dr elizabeth chef it is um oh yeah oh what it's called uh, i know what you're talking about and i can't remember the name when of someone it. you love is polyamorous yes thank you perfect yes i oh. will give her that one i was like i know there was one but I could not remember the name of the book. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are also uh, pretty religious, and I gave them that book. I don't know if they actually read it or not, but it's. I, I thought I mean, it was a could, pretty good resource. Yeah, you can only do what you can do. So you can't force somebody who doesn't want to do anything. So, yeah. 100%. 100%. All right, Stephanie. Well, thank you again so much for hanging out with us today. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate your time and your thank wonderful you. personality and uh, the insight that you left uh, for our listeners. Hopefully, everybody got some good, uh, some good value out of it. Uh, hello, Robbie. Hello, Louise. Thank you all so Hi. much for commenting. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's it. Thank you. 
for yeah. uh, to our live audience also for tuning in today. Uh, remember that when we're live, you get no commercial interruptions, but the same can't be said for the podcast downloads. So if you want to avoid the commercial interruptions, catch us live Monday through Friday, 2.30 Pacific time, or sign up for our Patreon where you'll get access to our commercial-free RSS feed and support the show. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, wherever it is that you download your podcast. If you haven't already, and please leave us a review. We'll really appreciate it. That is all we've got for you all today. Thank you and happy birthday one more time to Stephanie. Thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, until next week, every day. Have a nice day. Thank you for tuning in to the Practicing Polyamory podcast. Would you or someone in your polycule like to be a guest? Sign up at practicingpolyamory.com and join the conversation. Please support us by subscribing, liking, and following us on social media at Practicing Polya by clicking any of the affiliate links on our website or by subscribing at patreon.com slash practicingpolya.